Hey, 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 what's happening, man? Oh, Lord have mercy. Tonight on the Pretty Kids Show. Now, you know I'm all about star power, baby. I got the superstar. Yeah. The superstar, Apostle Brian Meadows, baby, from Embassy Church. Embassy, right? Yes, sir. Hey, man, let me tell you something. When I tell you this <laughs> man, look here, now I done went from not talking about church, the excited about church, trying to figure church out, and it's only because of this man and my wife, I promise you. She took me, wow. and the, the man just caught my attention, man. Hey, man, he got it. My partner, <laughs> Brian Meadows. What's baby, going on, man? Thank you for having me. So what else supposed to call you? Apostle or Rail? You can call me Brian. You can call me Brian, Rail. That Rail. Doc, whatever. It Something about that Rail, man. I just like that Rail, <laughs> man. You a Baptist? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, man. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Man, damn, boy, that's funny you say that. Somebody just asked me, I was telling somebody about you last night. Mm -hmm. And they said, is he a Baptist or is he non-denominal? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, dang. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, you know, no. Christianity is broke up into all these different sections based on the core beliefs that they have. We call it doctrine. And so doctrine uh, forms denominations. So you have like Baptist, Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal, uh, Presbyterian, okay. Lutheran, Episcopalian. Okay. You have all of these different denominations that really just focus on certain core values. Mm. Like Christianity has a lot of core beliefs, mm -hmm. but these particular groups focused and emphasized certain core values and kind of just created their own little community. So it's like an ecosystem. It's like genres in the music industry, right? You got uh, music okay. industry, but you got different genres. Gotcha. And you need all of them to kind of have a real picture Absolutely. of what the music world is, right, but right, they right. don't really kind of, they don't oppose each other. They're not fighting against each other. Mm -hmm. They're kind of complimenting each other. Yeah. Oh, no, nah, that's cool, man. Okay. I ain't never thought about it like that. I guess I really didn't know enough about it yeah, yeah, to yeah. even think about it like that. But it's funny, man. Like, of course, you know, I, you know, my wife was going to the church first and yeah. we got together and I decided I was going to, you know, get in her world. Yeah. I came to church and, uh, and like I said, it was funny all the way down, man. I'm just like, she got the, the gospel music playing, getting mm -hmm. her vibe, you know, getting her vibe on. I'm sitting over there like, you think it's going to be a normal oh, church that. experience? I'm yeah. like, oh, here we go to church. Here we go to church. And you come out and I'm sitting there listening to you. <laughs> you know, I'm all about energy, man. I yeah. can like, man, I, it's, I, I'm big on energy. Yeah. You come out, man, you hitting it. I'm about to just get to nudge my wife like, hey, man, this boy the truth. Mm. And now this is just who I am. This is funny. So now I see, I'm like, what if boy, a star? Let me see if I'm, if I'm right, <laughs> right? <laughs> so from now, now I ain't even listening to you no more. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how you're affecting people. Gotcha. I got I'm you. trying to see if people see what I see. Yeah. And I'm looking around, I'm like, oh yeah, that boy got it. <laughs> Man, I got in the car, baby, that boy a star. Wait, baby, I'm telling you that boy a star. They got to see this boy. She like, why you think everybody are artists? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the way you see stuff though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, you always want to just promote somebody and market somebody and yeah. the world need to see somebody. I say, man, let me tell you something. It ain't but a, it's just a few special people in the world. Come on. And the world got to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And man, I talked about you so much. I know I got on her nerve. I started going to the studio. Hey man, let me tell y'all something. Boy, shouted the truth. He this, he that, he that. They sit there looking like, 
Boy, this now I done came in the studio talking about church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that I'm I really, sure they yeah, are. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look at that be like, man, boy, you crazy. But everybody, look, I'm gonna tell you this, everybody ain't got that eye though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus said nobody, you know, lights a candle and put it up under a bush. Nobody like turns on a gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody inspires somebody and then hides them. Mm-hmm. They'll burn up the whole bush. You Absolutely. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because they feel like they got so much energy. They got so much to offer the world, but they ha- they don't have a platform. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, you always take a light and you put it on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. Because the higher the elevation, the brighter the light shines. So when you see a light, you got to give light some type of platform. Talk and that's what you then. do. That's why you're an artist developer, man. So tell me then. You know I can't put it up under the bush. I'll burn it up. No, man, you burn it up. <laughs> Boy, you're right. I'm telling you, man. I, uh, man, I just, I've never been into church. Yeah, me either. I've never been into church, man. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, because I just, first of all, I read into too much and I pay attention to too much. Right. And I can always tell when somebody ain't really genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the thing about me, I've always been a guy where I've never led by saying, hey, go do this. Right. If I say, hey, we got to run through that wall. We're going together. I'm going first. That's right. I'm gone. You know what I mean? Yes, so sir. it's like, hey, we're going this way. I take off. Even when I was training people, I was like, I'm right there doing it. I'm not going to tell you, hey, man, we're going to do 25 burpees. I'm on number two when I tell you what we're doing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's leadership. So that's just how I am. So it's like, it's hard to deal with men or preachers that you just, you don't, you know, like, you ain't right. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, look, on the flip side, <laughs> hey, for preachers, sometimes it's hard to deal with people because you like, Man, you ain't right. No, you, you said that? that. You said that one day and I was like. Because people come to church with their own motive, right? Man, you said this one day. I'm sitting there now and you say, the church has gotten caught up in trying to please the people that's not of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time for us to focus on the people in church for church yeah. and for the word and for the change. Yeah. And if they want to be a part, right, they can be a part. And, but, it, and it don't mean that we forget about people that aren't in church. Mm-hmm. But see, the reason we live a life is to affect people that are not in church. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for us to build church for people that are not in church because they ain't in church. Gotcha. You build church for people that come to church because they're the people that's coming to right, church, right? right? And what I mean by you build a church for them, you want to have great praise and worship. You want to have great prayer. Everything may not make sense for the person that's outside of church mm-hmm. or far away from God. And it shouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. Some stuff like at your family reunion, it's not going to make sense to me because I'm not a part of the family. Mm-hmm. So when you're a part of the family of God, there are certain things that make sense. But if you're not a part of the family, mm-hmm. some stuff, when we play spades, when yeah. we play stuff, you're not going to get the stuff that we do because right. it's a part of the family mm-hmm. but when I live my life when I go to work when I go to school I live my life to affect those people that don't come to church mm-hmm. you follow me because mm-hmm. it may be people that never step foot inside the church but if I live the right life then they'll still be inspired by the life that I live mm-hmm. which will hopefully cause them to come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and then at some point come to church right mm-hmm. yeah. but that's cold so so first of all let me uh let me apologize to you okay so last Sunday, this is exactly what happened. I woke up, I said, man, I need a word, man. I, I was mm-hmm. just going through it. I said, man, I need, I need my boy, man. I, my boy got to tell me something today, yeah. right? I text you, mm-hmm. hey man, you preaching today? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, all, I'm going, I'll get my mindset, I'm going. 
I get in there, and I know you saw me there. I get in there, then the praise and worship start, mm -hmm. and then it just got out of hand for me. It was just, <laughs> it, was, it just got too wild for me. And the lady in front of me, man, this was just did it for me. The lady in front of me fell back in her chair and started kicking her legs up. And I just said, I just told Joy, I said, baby, I'll be back to get you. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, and the problem, I needed it so bad yeah. that I was so, I was, in, I was so anxious. Like, I was like, I got to get to the part. And when yeah. all that was happening, it was just too much for me. Yeah. So I left. Now, this is the funny, boy, this is the funny part. I left, got in the car, called my buddy, who's also a reverend. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, man, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. He like, what's up? I say, man, I just left church. Yeah. He said, okay. I said, no, I left church yeah. in, the, in the middle. Of, like, it was yeah. praise and worship, but I left. Yeah. He said, why you leave? I was like, it just got too crazy for me. It was just too much for me at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? He said, boy, you made me feel like a little boy, right? I said, man, I woke up. I needed some, man. I just needed help. I said, man, I just, I, just, I was just trying to figure some things out yeah, of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I was hoping Red was going to tell me something to yeah. kind of, you know, help me out. Think about it. Give me another perspective mm -hmm. or something. And he was just like, so what you do? I said, man, I just left, man. I got, yeah. he said, right, let me just, let me just tell you this. So you woke up this morning needing the word. Right. I said, yeah. He said, your buddy was there to give right. you the word. I said, and you know yeah. I'm not always there. Yeah, you're not. I said, yep. He say, so you get to church to get the word, and before your buddy can give you the word, you let something else distract you to make right. you leave. Right. Well, I sat there for a minute, I was like, damn, I shouldn't have called him. <laughs> <laughs> because get this, like, get this, you woke up needing the word. That lady in front of you woke up needing worship. And you so gonna, you walked hey. out because somebody else was trying to get they part but that they just, need. So you just gonna make it worse. I'm just saying. You gonna make I'm it worse. He already made me feel bad. How many people stop right in the middle, right before they get ready to get exactly what they need because they encounter something that's uncomfortable or unfamiliar? Man, you, come on, man. Y'all killing me, man. And you know I don't be there all the time. But he, he, but he made me feel bad. You making me feel worse. Right. I said it's called conviction. Hey, man, get what he said. What he said. So you let the devil distract you from getting you right. what you need. Right. Now what you're saying is way more like, now I really feel like a chump. Cause you like, well, she was getting what she need. Yeah. And you like, now, so what he <laughs> said was, he was like, hey man, Ken, let me tell you how I survived church mm -hmm. this long. He said, it's very simple. I've learned to eat the fish and throw Spit away the bones. Spit out the bones, yep. Man, I, I say, hey, man, I'll I talk to you later, man. Y'all yeah. killing me. Y'all ain't right. gonna feel this bad. Right. He said, what you did today, you threw away the whole fish. But it's okay because I've seen people do that. I think that that's what we do in the infancy of our salvation. You know mm. what I mean? When we first get saved and the scripture says, you know, everybody that comes into the kingdom comes in like a little child. When mm. you first get saved, the scripture calls you a babe in Christ. And think about babies. You put something green on the baby's plate, mm -hmm. even though it may not be the main part of their diet, it's still important. And mm -hmm. so the shouting and all that stuff, while it may not be the main part of your di diet, what shouting does, think about like when you go to a basketball game, right? 
anybody can sit there and try to hold their feelings together. But mm -hmm. when you see the person shoot a goal and it makes you feel a certain way and you have the freedom to express that, what it does, it trains you to be able to express yourself better. So when you, whenever you feel something, you know how to express it instead of you fighting. Because life teaches you how to suppress your feelings. Don't tell us what you think. Mm. Don't tell us what you feel, right? And you don't want church to be that. You don't want church to be like, no, don't, don't shout, don't sing, don't dance. No, we want to have a free environment where you get yours, and if that means you get it during the word, that's mm -hmm. great. And let her get hers. And if that means her wig fall off during worship, right. let her get hers. Right. But everybody, and that's why it's a personal relationship. And that's what makes church so awesome is that it's not a one size fits all type of deal, right? We're all meeting God at different parts of the service. The, the respectful part is I'm not going to ditch you when you get in your part. Mm -hmm. So when I'm getting my part, you support me too, yeah, right? Man. So we all support each other. And that's what builds a family and what makes us a community. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. So my thing is, man, like, <laughs> like sometimes, man, you make me feel bad. For real. Because, and I know you ain't talking to me, but it's just because I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. You'll say something like, what you just said? Yeah. And when you said that, when we were in counseling with you, you were like, I've said the same thing. I like. You stopped talking to me after counseling. You were cool with me. And then we did that counseling, that <laughs> no. first session, you stopped talking to me. You, you, you were calling me, we were cool. I mean, I was seeing you at church every week. Oh, you know what? I start. No, no, that ain't what happened. Okay. I start working on this on the pretty okay. can show. Okay. Okay. That's it. See, I ain't figured out how to uh, multitask. Yet. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but when I lock in on some, yeah, I got to see it through. Or I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I got you. Oh, uh, but you, you'll be like, you'll say something like. Um, let it go praise. You got to give them the praise. You can't hold back. You can't get And I'm sitting there like, man, like, I don't feel like that. Is it, so am I not, like, I ain't supposed to be here? Like, no, I don't, no, 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 no. You know it, what I mean? You, you, there, get this. There are things that you do based on feeling, mm -hmm. and there are things that you do based on discipline. Spirituality, Christianity, is a discipline. It's not just a feeling. So I can't do things just when I feel it. I'm not, I'm not gonna always feel like I wanna pray. I'm not gonna always feel like I wanna love my wife. I'm not gonna always feel like I wanna give. I'm not gonna always feel like I wanna be nice. So if I do things based on feeling, I'm gonna always be inconsistent. So the scripture says we walk by faith and not by sight. The word sight literally means our sensory perception, our feeling. So I can't walk by feeling, otherwise I'm gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be bipolar. I'm gonna be up today, down tomorrow. I gotta walk by faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. So faith is me acting out what I believe the word of God says, not based on my feelings. And so what church is trained to do, just like any environment, is trained to build your muscles so that you can do things based on faith and not based on your feeling. So when I say everybody lift your hands, it's not based on feeling. We're doing this together the same way if we were at uh, a barbecue and somebody mm -hmm. say, hey, y'all, we about to pray over the food. Stop. Well, everybody hungry. No. But when we stop, we're using our will and discipline to say the food is not more important than our unity. So we're going to stop the food. We're going to acknowledge that God gave us the food, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're going to eat together as a family. It's the same way in church. Before we eat the word, let's all stop and let's give thanks. Let everybody lift their hands. And so the person that's like sitting there like, I don't feel like it. Number one, church wasn't made for you. Mm -hmm. You came here to give God glory. You didn't come here to feel comfortable. And giving God glory sometimes feels uncomfortable. It feels like saying no to that last drink, right? It feels like saying no to that last blunt, no to the last female. 
And if you if you wait to get in the situation to say no, you're gonna always fail. But if you're in church and you can say no, man, I don't feel like doing it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't feel like praying, but I'm gonna do it anyway. What that's doing, that's building your will and building that muscle so that when you get in a real life situation and you marry and that woman saying, hey, I'll give you whatever you want, you have the willpower to say, I'm not gonna go based on how I feel. Why? Because when I was in church and I didn't feel like lifting my hands, I still did it. So now I can do things based on faith or based on my discipline. That's what spirituality teaches you. We don't get that. We all think it's about tradition, religion, going to church. Man, all of that stuff is a means to an end. It's just there to create consistency in your life and to build discipline so you can make the right decision. Boy, you good. (laughs) (laughs) It's simple, man. Man, oh man, it's, so, so I come to church sometimes. Yes, sir. And it's, it's weird, man, because some days I'll come and I'll be so open, mm-hmm. so wide open mm-hmm. to, I know I'm not in my way. Mm-hmm. I yeah, receive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some days I'll come, it's almost like I just can't let it happen. Right. I'm just, I'm trying to direct traffic. That ain't just you. That's me sometimes. Really, man. That's everybody. And I'm sitting there like, like I've literally come to church with you sometime. Well, one, I know once before when I was really going through it, and man, you done said some things, but it brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, but this the crazy part about me is, I want that all the time. So if I don't get that, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, today wasn't it. Like yeah, it wasn't hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what is, what is that though? Well, I mean, you let's look at it from this perspective. You gotta make sure you're doing your due diligence on the back end, mm-hmm. right? It's just like a date. I can't get there and I didn't prepare and then think that I'm gonna have this phenomenal time. No, mm-hmm. I gotta do some stuff, right? I gotta get in the shower. I gotta make sure I'm in the, so I have to prepare. The, pre- the preparation creates expectation. God doesn't meet you at your point of need. He meets you at your point of expectation. And so that's what we forget. God needs something to work with. That's why the scripture says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You can't show up to God and just be like, do it. He's going to be like, but no, you do it. Do it don't it. work like that. Right, it don't work right, like that. Right. He needs something to yeah. work with. So he that, show, there's yeah. a scripture that says, he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without that, you don't even get to see him. The scripture literally says, without meekness, you will not see God. You need humility to see God. So when you come into church and you're prideful, you've already cut yourself out ah, from experiencing God. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that's like with anything. It's like if I'm having a conversation with you, I can't feel what you're saying if I'm prideful. Mm. If I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. I got to listen. I got to let my guard down. I got to be vulnerable. And because church has hurt so many people, it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But that's the risk you have to take if you're going to feel something. If you're gonna and feel if you're going to be touched. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man, because it's just like some days so good and some days just yeah. I hit like my head too much. Yeah, like you life. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's like, I'm just like, man, like, why am I having such a hard time? Yeah. Like, I don't have, a, I'm not having a hard time with it being a higher power. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like, mm-hmm. why is it so hard for me to Accept church mm-hmm. like I've I have no questions about the yeah. high power but why is it so hard for me to just let church be church just eat I can't like well I mean you're a boss so you got to realize you, you have a particular personality right mm-hmm. you're a leader so you're gonna have a critical eye 
And that's okay. But you also have to be able to relinquish that so you can learn in certain environments. Mm. So, I mean, one of the reasons, I, well, number one, some churches are played out. So some churches you may not like, right, but also, right, right, right. we also live in a generation where people want what they want the way they want it. Mm -hmm. And spirituality just don't happen like that. And that's what we do. We say, I don't want the white man's religion. I'm, you know, I'm gonna take a little bit over, over here from the nation of Islam. I'm gonna take a little bit over here from the uh, from five percenters. I'm gonna take a little bit over here. And it's like, you try to create this spiritual menu from this amalgamation of all these different expressions and you just end up being crazy and confused. The scripture calls those people ever learning but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. Jesus said, if any person wants to go to the Father, he must come through me. You can't come through all these other little ways. And so, yeah, Christianity, while it has all these different expressions, all these different denominations, I just think people want spirituality the way they want it, mm -hmm. right? If they say, look, I want God, but then they say, hey, bro, God don't want you to fornicate. Well, what do you mean fornicate? God don't want you to have a whole bunch of sex outside of marriage. No, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do. Right, well, right. well, you want your own God. You mm, want to be your God. Mm. But you can't save yourself. Wow. So, I mean, I just think that we have to understand submission. We have to understand. Like, my thing is you don't go to McDonald's and say, I don't like these lights. So why do you go to church and say, I don't like, you didn't pay for them. Mm -hmm. So why is it that you feel like you can insert your opinion into an environment you had no hand in building? Now, you commit and you help us build, then 100%. You say you don't like the color on the wall, let's talk about it, mm -hmm. right? But when you're a visitor, how do you allow other people to come in your house mm -hmm. and tell you how to run your house? Right. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why sometimes people just don't like organized religion. They want to be able to do it at their own pace, the mm -hmm. way they want it. But it's like, like I did, I started doing martial arts. I grew up doing martial arts. Mm -hmm. I couldn't come into a Chinese martial arts studio and say, teach me, um, uh, teach me Taekwondo or mm -hmm. teach me boxing. Mm -hmm. No, we don't teach you that here. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. So you can't make this what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. You have to submit to what it is. Now, mm -hmm. if it's not for you based on, say you don't like the music, say you don't like what we wear, like maybe, you know, some people like suits on Sunday. I don't wear suits. <laughs> right, I've had right, people leave right. my church because they don't think I'm churchy. Man, get out of here. No, really? I get emails all the time. When the last time y'all did communion? Wow. Oh, I, I don't see y'all doing communion. You ain't never got a tie on. I had a lady leave my church because I don't wear a tie. So that people gonna always have an issue. That's what I found out. That's crazy, man. And it's funny because me and my partners have religious conversations yeah. all the time. But church ain't this, bleed this, fake this, fake this, fake that. Yeah. This is the most, it ain't confusing. This Because this is just, I, I, I get why I feel the way I do. Yeah. No matter what, we talk about when it comes to church or what I may not believe or whatever, whatever. I always feel like you the truth regardless. Mm -hmm. Now it's weird the way I can separate you. I can take you out of everything. Mm -hmm. It's like anytime somebody come up talking about some bull bull, I'm like, yeah, but shout him, but he, he got, he yeah, got. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just like you, the, the confidence you have in your belief because I, I didn't start off in the church. What you mean? I didn't start off in the church, man. My, my mom was, you know, Baptist. My dad was Methodist. But I became Buddhist when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? So I practiced. I mean, well, I was in martial arts. Gotcha. All my friends were Chinese. We spoke Mandarin. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we went to Buddhist temple. I read Diamond Sutra, Heart Sutra. I had the Tibetan Book of the Dead. I did it because I've always been spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I haven't always been Christian, but I've always been spiritual. Mm -hmm. You cannot deny the spiritual component of a human being. We all have that mental, emotional realm where we feel stuff and think stuff. So 
we may not focus on it, but we're all spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. So I've always known I was spiritual. Um, but you know, when I was a teenager, I became a Buddhist, man. And it was only through that, me walking away from God or walking away from Christ, that I had an encounter with Jesus myself. That's why nobody, you can't come, come to me and tell me that Christianity is the white man's religion. Christianity made its way through Africa before it even reached Europe. So how can it be the white man's religion? The first practices of Christianity were black and brown people. They were Middle Eastern people. Wow. Jesus was a 7-Eleven person. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. He was not a white person. Yeah. So how can you make Christianity, how can you whittle it down? Now, yeah, it, it created a lot of traditions during the Dark Ages, mm -hmm. right? During Catholicism, mm -hmm. Rome and, and England. A lot of our traditions come from that. But the foundation of our beliefs originated in Judaism, which predates Islam and Christianity. So you can't put Christianity down as just a white man's religion. That's just, it's an ignorant statement. So where do you think they get that from? Well, they have a lot of Muslims during the rise of the nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of promulgation of oh, just okay. false information. You know okay. what I mean? Because especially during the late 60s, I mean, you even see it with the rift between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, because he practiced a nonviolent religion, mm -hmm. that really began to upset a lot of blacks that wanted like a, a militant type of gotcha. regime or militant type of plan. Mm -hmm. And so people just started saying, man, we don't want no Christianity. You're talking about turn of the cheek. So you started getting a lot of different information, a lot of, and some of it was real. Mm -hmm. some some of it was real, but okay. some of it was false too. Mm -hmm. And you just saw a lot of black people start going to more Afrocentric beliefs and Afrocentric, you know, all this different stuff. My thing is, if you want to worship the way Africans worship, find a tree. Africans still worship trees and dead people. Now, if, if that's what you want, it's called paganism. Mm -hmm. And there's so many forms of paganism. Wicca right now is a form of paganism. Mm -hmm. And what does that go? Wicca is oh, like okay. the religion for witches. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got their own religion too, you know what I mean? And they worship trees, they worship nature and all this different kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. We want to worship the stars. Mm -hmm. We call that zodiacal horoscope. Right. right? We want to worship the dead. That's right. why we believe that you know, we still bring in flowers to our dead grandmama grave and all this different kind of stuff. We praying to big mama, all this different kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that was never God's intent. Right, God wanted us to have a relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ. And when we say son, we're just talking about that was his expression to humanity. Mm -hmm. That was him showing us who he could be in the flesh. When we want to know how is God, I don't understand God because the scripture says no man has seen God and live. So the scripture says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. When God wanted to show us his character, his attributes, his heart for us, he gave us Jesus Christ. He gave us Jesus Christ as a model and as a template. And get this, it's so funny because that's foreign to us, but that's what they believed about Elijah Muhammad, mm -hmm. right? Islam, right? Nation of Islam, they believed that he was God in the flesh. That's what they believed about Muhammad. That's what they believed about Buddha. That's what they believed about every major prophet, major teacher. But when it comes to Jesus, all of a sudden, it's this big contra... Think about this, Christianity is the only religion. Think about this, even the Bible. Mm -hmm. It has survived thousands of years. Mm -hmm. It's so fake, but it's still here. Right. It's so fake, but it survived all the different investigate scientific investigations, legal investigation. They done took the Ten Commandments from the uh, uh, courthouse, and the scripture and the Bible is still relevant, and it's still alive. They done tried to burn it. They done tried to eradicate it. Yeah. I'm talking about from Mao Zedong, from, uh, from USSR. They've literally taken all religious books and made it illegal. And even in China right now, the greatest flourishing church in the world right now is in China where religion is illegal. Wow. They're growing greater than any church on the planet. And what are they teaching? They're teaching the Bible. They're teaching really? the Bible. Yeah, they're teaching the Bible. Christianity? Christianity. In China? In China. Wow. But they're underground. Really? Yeah, because uh, religion is uh, illegal. Yeah. Who doesn't believe in Jesus? 
somebody believe. So is it a religion that says Jesus isn't, he wasn't real? It was I just, mean, when you have atheists, you got agnostic, okay. they, they don't uh, subscribe I, to any type of religion okay, or see, believe I thought it was God. somebody that was like, it was God, it just wasn't no Jesus. Jesus was fake. But. Well, I mean, they like uh, Islam don't believe in the phrase son of God. That's it. There you go. Because, okay. and, and again, when we say son of God, we're not talking about God got with a woman and sired a son. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about, mm -hmm. right? We're not talking about he had a physical son like his bloodline is in the earth. We're talking about this was his full expression. This was God in the flesh. This was God coming to humanity. Mm -hmm. This is what God wanted to share with us. And he did it in the, in the form of his son, Jesus Christ, right? So and like the word son of God, the scripture says, for we are all sons of God. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So when you first get born again, you're a child of God, mm -hmm. but then you become a son of God. The word son is the Greek word weos, and it literally means a mature person. That's all it means. Weos. Weos. Yeah, we, it's a Greek word. It just means a mature person. Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to go from being a child to being a son. When you have a son and you know he can take care of business, you ain't got to go to the store. You say, hey, look, here's the money. Yeah. I need you to go to the store. Yeah. God don't want children. We say stuff like, we're all children of God. You're right. But God wants sons. He wants people that are represented. So they want you to grow up. Willing to grow up. <laughs> Willing to grow up, man. Boy, you cold. I just want you to know it's okay to have problems with the church. But that's what you said. Let's see, that's the last time we talked in the hall. Yeah. Uh, I was, you were just like, hey, man, take your time. Take your time. Take your time, Ken. But the, the crazy part is just like, and I know this going to sound kind of weird, but this is just who I am. Mm -hmm. You're so confident about your belief in it. Mm -hmm. You're so confident with it. It's almost like, that's why I'm so interested in it, because I'm like, I want to feel that. I want to like, because mm -hmm. I know how I am when I believe in anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can't shake me, man. It yeah. is what it is. The crazy thing is I don't like to do anything. Now, there's a gift and a curse. Yeah. I don't have a middle. Yeah. I'm zero or yeah. I'm 100. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. the only reason this church thing bothering me mm -hmm. is because I don't want to be in the middle. But that, that but you got to cross the middle. Yeah. Right. You got to walk. That's what the scripture calls the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. Right. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod, to, thy rod and thy staff to comfort me. So you just got to know even when you in the confusing part, God is still there. Mm -hmm. You just can't depend on your feelings. Depend on him when he says, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. And that's what the church, the scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they become old, they won't depart from it. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they become old, they won't depart from it. Scripture don't say nothing about the middle. People go through <laughs> stuff in the middle. Our job is just to love people in right, the middle. Right. Not to control them, right? Mm -hmm, just absolutely. to love them. They're going to go through hills, valleys, yeah, they're going to go through yeah, good I'm, stuff, yeah, bad stuff. Yeah. Our job is just to be right there. Someone mm -hmm. going to leave, I've seen people leave God, this stuff is fake, this stuff is nothing. And then when they got in trouble, they called on God and God was the one that got them out. And they said, okay, I gotta go back. My mom was diagnosed with a brain tumor mm. at the end of 2003. She was given six months to live. I was a Buddhist, I was wow. a Buddhist. But there was nothing in Buddhism that alleviated my mom's situation. It was no prayer they told me to pray, no incense they told me to burn. It was nothing they told me to do. And the day before my baccalaureate, I was about to go to my baccalaureate, my mom had a seizure on the floor. And I felt helpless and here I am, Spending all this money, I done shaved my head. I'm wearing robes, Buddhist robes to high school, black boy. Man, get out of here. I'm a vegan. I'm protecting cockroaches in the hood. I'm doing all this. Man, get out of here. I'm, I'm doing all this, and you ain't got nothing for my mama? Why? 
Like, why am I dedicating my entire life for something that can't help the people around me? So while my mom was on the floor convulsing in a seizure, I remember what they used to say back in the Baptist church, that you could lay hands on sick people and they would recover. So I did it. I just tried it. As a Buddhist, I tried it. I put my hands on my mama and said, in the name of Jesus, heal my mama. My mama came too. She was able to drive me to my baccalaureate rehearsal, which you're not supposed to drive after a seizure because the, the likelihood of you having another seizure is high. Mm -hmm. She drove me to my baccalaureate, dropped me off, went to the doctor, came, picked me up. When she came to pick me up, I told her, I said, go down there because we had a, a green sunfire Pontiac and the passenger door was broke. So the only mm -hmm. way you could open it, you had to lift it off the hinges. So I was like, you know, park down there because I don't want my friends to see me. Right. I saw my mama crying. So I run down there, get in the car. I'm like, mom, you all right? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm thinking she upset because of me. Like, yeah. I embarrassed her. Mm -hmm. She said she went to the hospital. They can't find a brain tumor nowhere. So my mom is on the front row of my church. Yeah. This last Sunday, she was one of them people dancing. Mm -hmm. nah, I but you, but why she dancing? She that, dancing because God healed that, her from tumor, a brain tumor. tumor gone. So you might get uncomfortable because she dancing, but you don't know her story. Mm. If you realize how much God had done for her, you would be dancing with her. That's why when she danced, I be dancing with her. Hey, kick, kick me when I'm down, real. <laughs> kick me when I'm down, real. You know what I'm saying? Man, that is the... So you, that's why I'm like, after uh, I seen that, ain't what else is that? It ain't no else, middle ground ain't with me. Else. It ain't nothing you can say to me. And I've seen other people get healed. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. You gonna let me see that? So you say somebody get out of wheelchairs? I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. Delia Knox, Google it. D-E-L-I-A, -E last name. Uh, K-N-O-X. She was in an uh, 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 accident in like the late 1980s, was in a wheelchair over 20 years. I was in the service where she got up. What Are you saying? Yes, it's on YouTube. You can see her get up, go back down, get up, go back down. And then all of a sudden she's walking. And now she literally goes on tour all around the world showing people I'm walking. Cause she was going on tour, she, she was a singer. Uh -huh. She was singing everywhere showing people she was in a wheelchair. Come on, Ray, I don't tell Come you. Come on, man. man, that's what I'm saying. You, you believe it's fake? The white man made that? You out of your mind. Now, 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 but you, now at the same time, you got to think about all the people who did the fate. Hey, True. get up out the chair. True. True. Hey, get up out the chair. But just because there's a Millie Vanilli don't mean you stop buying music. <clears throat> Why can't you stay at you? Come on, man. It's fake people in every industry. There's fake people in every sphere of influence. Why are we always just talk about the church? I don't get it. Why are we always talk about the church? There's fake people everywhere. Yes, there are going to be fake people in the church because there's money and there's people and there's influence and there's power mm -hmm. and there's property in the church. So, of course, of course, there's going to be fake people in the church. Right, man, you're killing me, man. So, when did you know, like, this is it for me? Like, mm -hmm. to be as far as being a preacher? Because you said something in the church one day, I was like, well, you were so on fire this Sunday, man. You were just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> you were just saying, just because you're good at something, yeah. Don't mean you were called to hold that position. Right, 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 right. I was just like, why? You know how many folks need to hear that? Right. Just because you can do it don't mean you're supposed to be doing it. Right, right, You know right, what right, I mean? Right. I was just like, and once again, it goes back to when I first saw you, and I'm like, that's when, that's when I know it's real. Like, mm -hmm. that's the real deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I know we were talking, and you were just like, you told me the Buddhist. You were like, man, mm -hmm. I love, like, I had to. Switch it up. I mean, I just got, and I'm just like, how you even at a young age, how you know, like, what is it for me? It like, was an overnight commitment, but it took years to cultivate it. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I mean, when I was done with Buddhism, I was done. But literally, still now, 
I still have to deal with Buddhist beliefs. And I've been saved since I was 16. Which means like okay, some so of the old in, ways. In Buddhism, in Buddhism there <clears> are five <throat> pillars. And one of the first pillars in Buddhism is there's like all world is suffering. All, mm -hmm. all suffering is caused by desire. So to eliminate suffering, eliminate desire. So Buddhists practice giving up desire like they don't want nothing. Mm. Ask them what they want to eat, they say whatever you want to eat. Because they give up desire. But the problem with that when you get into Christianity is that the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, covet the best gifts. The word covet means to desire. Because mm -hmm. you don't ever get anything you don't desire. The scripture says learn, yearn for God like the deer yearns for the water. So you can't even go after God if you don't have desire. So I found myself not having desire. I found myself anytime I felt like, oh, I need to go after this. Whether it was a show, a contract, whatever, I'd be like, nah, I ain't going after it. Just I'm not gonna go after yeah, just because I felt like, no, it's not good for me to want something. It's not good for me to have ambition or drive. And then I had to stop and say, wait a second, that's not God, that's Buddhism. Mm -hmm. So even now, I still have to like go back and filter out some of the beliefs that I had when I was a Buddhist and stuff like that. But no, man, it was an overnight commitment. You know, like once I had the dreams I had, once I saw my mama get healed, it was, it was yeah, like, bro, yeah, now yeah. again, just because I committed don't mean I was consecrated, don't mean I was perfect, don't mean I was, you know, mm -hmm. righteous, don't right. mean I was living right. right. But that's why God gives you grace. God gives you grace when you're on the right path. See, we want God to protect us when we're doing crazy stuff. <laughs> no, there's a learning curve to everything. When I start going after God, I'm a stumble, I'm a fall, I'm a trip, but there's grace for all of that. As long as you're heading towards me, mm -hmm. I'm great. You start mm -hmm. heading in the wrong direction. Now I'll create storms and situations that'll get your attention. But as long as you're heading towards me, I don't care if you fall. I remember one of my first mentors said, if you fall, just remember fall forward. If you're going to fall, fall into his hands, but don't fall out of church. Don't mm -hmm. fall away from God. Don't stop reading your Bible. Don't stop praying, mm -hmm. right? Like fall forward, do it more. If you fail, read more. Like God is right there. He ain't saying because you fail, he don't want no part of you. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, he's saying the opposite. The more you fall, the more I want you. That's right. beautiful, man. Right. To see you fall in, in, in your mess and for you to get up, dust yourself off and say, I'm going to live a better life. Man, that's beautiful, man. There's nothing that can change you like that. There's nothing that can do that other than God. So I mean, it's beautiful, man. I love people. Man. <clears throat> man, it's just like, I don't, and I know this is going to sound crazy. Oh, God. But it's like, I want to go from here mm -hmm. to where you are. Yeah, like that, in yeah. one Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, well, I want to go from where I'm at <clears throat> to where you are when it comes to artistry, right? Yeah. When it comes to business and yeah. stuff like that. But if I said that to you, if I said, man, Ken, you've been doing it for years. How can, can I, can I, can I, can I become a producer and can I be like you overnight? You're going to be like, bro, you crazy. Man, you kidding me, man. But when you, when you I say that, you'll be like, you're crazy. Look at all this stuff, I done, all the work I done put in, all the books I done read, all the people I done met. And all of a sudden, you just going to get that overnight? But you be killing me. Man, that takes some type of commitment, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, let me tell you, you probably the only one that could jump. Boy, you make me feel like a little kid, man. I'm like, you be killing me, man. Everything I throw at you, boy, you like, get it out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> uh, hey, man. So why do you think people have such an issue with just the religion, like, yeah. what? You, I mean, is it because there's so much I, I, bad? Okay, so let's talk about religion, because we, we use that <clears> word <throat> as a buzzword. But to every relationship, there's religion. Which religion is the practice of the relationship. 
So you got married to Joy. Oh, okay. So you love Joy. Mm -hmm. You will be intimate with Joy because that's a part of your relationship. You mm -hmm. have sex, mm -hmm. but there's also some religion that comes apart with the relationship. You got to take out the trash. Yeah. You got to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. You got to stuff. You got to do stuff that you don't feel, so you can make sure that they're still feeling in your relationship, mm -hmm. right? Like my wife ain't gonna divorce me because I don't take out the trash, mm -hmm. but we might have a bad day, right? right? You right. you'll feel the right, tension, right? right, right the same right. way. If I don't pray that day. God still loves me, but you feel like something's off. You know mm. what I mean? Because you know you're not measuring up to his standard. So yeah, there's religion. Pray. Read your Bible. Fast sometimes. Right? Go to church. All of these things are the <clears throat> disciplines that come along with the relationship. Yeah, I got a relationship with God. Do I got to go to church to have a relationship with God? No. But if I have a relationship with God, I'm going to want to go on a date sometime. I'm going to want to go see her family. Something. So you're telling me you married and you never want to see your family? Something ain't right. Maybe you have family issues. Maybe you grew up and you didn't have a good relationship with your family, but you should like family. One day you're going to have children. How are you going to be able to instill the values of family in them when you don't know family? So, it's, it's, so man, that's, that's why I feel like, man, church it, church deals with every compartment of a person from the physical stuff. If you go to our church, we running, oh, yeah. we jumping. So you got the physical, <laughs> yeah. you got the mental, emotional, and soulish. You know what I mean? So you're dealing with mental issues, you're dealing mm -hmm. with mental health, and then you got the spiritual. Church deals with all that. I don't know, man. So you just, okay. So my, my, my thing I used to always say is mm -hmm. I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. I but now you're saying, like, so now you're saying, but you're saying religion is the practice of. Yep, it's the practice of your relationship. That's what religion is. Now, you become religious when you depend on your religion in lieu of your relationship. Mm -hmm. When you ain't got no relationship, but you're like, but I still went to church, though. But you ain't got no relationship. Gotcha. You don't talk to them. You don't pray. You don't fast. You don't read your Bible. You don't ever worship when nobody's around. The only time you worship is when you come to church with that big old hat. You are religious. <laughs> You're religious. Uh, okay. Right? So and most of these okay. cats that can talk spirituality, mm -hmm. they still ain't got a relationship. Because they can talk it because they've learned it to be able to combat other people. Mm -hmm. But they still don't even know the God they, they fighting against or the God they fighting for. So I think that you have to have a relationship, but after the relationship, the religion is a good component or a, a, a very important component. James says in the Bible, the book of James says, there's what we call pure religion. It's a pure practice. Mm -hmm. It's when the things that I'm doing for God, whether that's serving in the church, giving alms, you know, giving to homeless people outside the church or mm -hmm. whatever, I got a nonprofit, everything that I'm doing, I'm doing it with a pure heart and with pure motive because mm -hmm. I want people to see Jesus. That's what pure religion is. You're gonna do, when I go out there and feed the homeless, that's religion. Mm -hmm. I don't have a relationship with those people. I have a relationship with my God. And because of that, mm -hmm. I'm willing to serve. And so that's the heart of Christianity, man, for us all to serve one another. Man, that's crazy. You're killing me, man. Because I'm going to tell you, now nah, you, you just... And one thing about me, I'm always trying to grow and be better. And you just kind of made me realize something, not even... So I always had this thing where when I was training people, we were working out hard or whatever, mm -hmm. I could tell somebody, that's 300 pounds. Hey, boy, you look so good at 210, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's but good. he couldn't wow. see that. All he saw was the work. Mm -hmm. That's so good. He just saw the in-between. Yeah. He never saw that. You're making me deal with that right now that's about so church because I'm like, I don't want to do the work. And that's the job. I just want God right now. I want the six-pack right now. And that's what I'm doing with church. So when I'm dealing with church, you just made me deal with myself right now because I'm like, 
that's what I'm doing. I don't want to go through the steps. I don't want to go through the learning. But that's what we do when the, we do it when we have a one night stand. Yeah. That right? That's what mm-hmm. we do when we, you know, quit a job prematurely because we don't like the ball. Whatever. We constantly do that. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why I feel like again, church, it trains you to be able to make it through those arduous seasons when you don't know what God is doing or you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. It trains you to be disciplined. Hey, even when I don't know what to do, I know how to be consistent. I'm gonna continue to pray, continue to worship, continue to go to church, read my Bible. And again, I get it. It's, this is the thing. It's not cool. It ain't cool. It's not cool. It, it, it ain't, I'm going to tell you what ain't cool about it. It ain't, and, and I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel anytime I'm not in control of me. That's good. That's any, good. Anytime I'm not in control of me. Yeah. I get. A little, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, only time I don't care about being in control of me is when I'm dealing with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, I love her, un- like, I'm not trying to control the love mm-hmm. that I have for yeah, her. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But it's almost like when I'm in church, I'm like, I ain't, I ain't giving you all of it. I ain't giving you all of me. Like, yeah. And then on the days when I do, it's the days I actually receive it, and I come out of there like, feeling different. So, so we all went to the, like, if you go to the club, we go to the bar, right? Mm-hmm. So you know days, hey, I may have a meeting, I can't get lit. Mm-hmm. I can't get too much. So I'm going to get one drink, maybe two. But halfway through that second, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm starting to slur my words. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting yeah. to get a little touchy feeling, right, whatever right, the case right, may be. Right. So it's the same way in church. Sometimes you come in there and like you, like you said, I don't want to be out of control. That's fine. I think most men are like that. Like, hey, I want to be in control. I want to be sober. But, but you can take a sip. Yeah. Right. Just take a little bit until mm. you get to that limit where you like, where you about to cry. Like, all right, that's enough, right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. But right, someday right, right. you come in, and you like, bro, I need all of it. I need all. I need all. So you drink, you be crying, then you drink some more. That, that's why some folks be on the floor. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you drink. And that's what the scripture says. The scripture says, don't be drunk with wine, but be drunk with the spirit, because it juxtaposes the spirit to liquor. That's why they call liquor what? Spirit. Spirit. Because they Ooh. influence you. They why you, you cold-blooded? <laughs> yeah, the more you ingest, the more they, they make you feel relaxed and they start to deal with your train of thought. That's what spirit is. Like, man, you really got me sitting here feeling like a sucker. No, man, please. Like, for real, I'm telling you because I'm scared. That's all it is. I'm scared to do something that I don't have control over. Wow. That's what I'm realizing sitting here now. I'm like, I don't have no excuses. Dang, I'm just scared. So yeah. I'm just scared of, I'm scared of I'm scared of giving it side. all. I'm scared of just 100. And I'm going to tell you this, man. I think that what you're talking about is the crowning of a, of a, of a baby being born into greatness, right? It's like that feeling of no return. Mm. Like once I go there, I can't go back. Man, that's it. I can't go back. Once I know it, I can't unknow it. So I'd rather kind of stay off in the shadows and not so really. So I won't be responsible And be responsible. It. But I'm telling you, the fact that you have that feeling means that you're, that you're called to that side. Man, don't tell me. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Now, again, I get you. But you know what you're afraid of? Oh, I feel it. You're afraid because <laughs> you know there's the potential in there for you to be a preacher. And you're afraid of it. Man, you see it. Man, I don't you want see it. it. I don't you want see it. it. I don't want it. But you tell me am I lying though. Man, tell me. I'm, just tell telling, me. Look at me and tell me. They've been telling me that all my life. All right, all right. And I don't know if we talked about that. No, but we know. Me sitting here talking to you now, I get it. I get it. You're so afraid to be all in because you feel like that world gonna just 
and you don't know if you can like you like bro i ain't like default i ain't gonna be like this i'm not gonna do that so you're afraid i'd be afraid too i think that's how i was until i realized i ain't got to be like them Man. once i realized that and i realized dang. i can be myself i'm like dang i can make this what i wanted now i can't change the law i can't change the beliefs i can't change the 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 practices but i can present it the way i want to and there's an entire group of people that are called to see it the way I see it. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that, that there's a whole bunch of kids right now at home telling us something. I ain't about to, I ain't about to go to that church and give up. They saying the same thing you saying. And they're waiting for somebody to get on that stage and say it so they can be like, that's me, man. That's me. That's all ministry is, man. It's God choosing somebody that's willing to give up themselves so that he can use them, not put them up under a bushel and hide them. But put them on top, give them visibility, so other people that are like them say, "Man, I'm like that." If he can do that, if he can come out of this, and if he can get better, if he can change, man, why am I gonna sit here and act like I can't do it? So it inspires us to be better. I don't make excuses about nothing. <laughs> yeah. But, but church. Yeah. I'm telling you, like anything else in my life, I don't even think about it. Right. I don't think about it. If I decide I'm going to do something, if I want something, I don't even, I, it ain't nothing in, between, in the middle for me. Yeah. My eyes are on exactly what it is. Yeah. The only thing I question and make excuses about is church. Yeah. And I think that, honestly, that's partly the church's fault because we don't do a good job at this thing called discipleship. Because what should happen when you got all those questions, that's fine. Let's hang out. Let me show you how I do life. Let me show you how I do family, and you'll realize it works. Now, if you can deny it after me and you got a relationship, that's just your that's your hard heart. But if after we got a relationship and you realize I'm a stand-up guy, I got integrity, I love my wife, I'm taking care of my children, I'm living this thing out, and then you see the blessings along with it. It's such a thing for me because I'm like, you're so cool outside of church, just just you as a man, you just cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even feel like that. Like, you just, you just look so fulfilled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I'm telling you, dog. You just made me deal with myself. I ain't even, I ain't even want to have no, I ain't even want to have this interview for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just like I'm sitting here like I can't even make no more. It's like I just got to face the fact that I'm scared. I'm scared for me to get in it and it's right. And it's like, as long as I got excuses, I can afford it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, like we were talking about earlier. It's like, you can act a fool until you understand, until you know you're acting a fool. Right, right. Now, right. once you know you're acting a fool, you're you responsible it. for your food. That's right. <laughs> you That's know right. what I mean? That's right. But it's like, I ain't fully accepted it so I can keep on making excuses about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel what I'm and saying? I, and a lot of us are right there, man. So I don't want you to like feel bad because a lot of us are right there. You know what I mean? But it's like, um, I mean, that you know, that's why baptism is such like a good analogy because you got to let yourself go. You know what I mean? And baptism is like a model for our, our, our spirituality. You know what I mean? Like you got to trust somebody else to dip you in something that you can't hardly breathe in. Then you got to trust that they're going to bring you up. Right. I mean, that's how that's how marriage is. You trust in somebody that they're going to love you and they're going to do right by you and they're going to be faithful to you. Man, any relationship takes trust, not just our relationship, but our relationship with God. I got to trust. You know what's best for me. I don't know if you created me. You got to know what's best for me. 
So if you say pray, I don't understand why you say pray, mm -hmm. but maybe you know something that I don't know. And so I think that that's the chasm that we all got across, just you know, the fear of the unknown, being fully committed to something. But this is my thing, there's grace for the unknown. So even if you commit and tomorrow you cut somebody out and do it, there's grace for that. As long as you get up and you keep going on the right direction and keep going towards God. So if you knew you couldn't fail, what wouldn't you do? But that's what I'm saying. I'm like that with everything in the world. Except, Except. that's how you know it's a battle. <laughs> I know we don't talk about demons and spiritual warfare and fights and all that stuff, but that's how you know it's something trying to stop you. Why isn't it something trying to stop you from all the other stuff? But then once it comes to Christian, I bet you, I bet you, go try to be a Muslim. Nothing would stop you. If you went and started practicing Buddhism, you had horoscopes, nothing would stop you. But the moment Christianity, white man, they wrote the Bible, they did it, they did Why is it all this opposition when it comes to that? Like nobody ever wake up and be like, something ain't right about that. All this other stuff I tried to do, nobody was saying nothing when I was a hoe. The moment I became a Christian, all this big, don't go to church, 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 church. Really? So I think that we gotta, we gotta admit that we're dealing with some type of opposition. What is trying to stop me from getting there? Like what would I become? If I went there, if I became that, if I if I committed, like what would I become that the enemy is afraid of? And my thing is, this is what I thought when I was a, a Buddhist and I became a Christian. I just thought I'm gonna try it. If it don't work, I just try something else. Mm -hmm. But if I try and it worked, I tried it and it worked. <laughs> so what? Bro, it worked. So you know what I mean? Like it gave me peace of mind. I used mm -hmm. to struggle with depression. My mom struggled with depression. Mm -hmm. My mom was an alcoholic. My mom did crack cocaine. Mm. I grew up off of Gresham Road. My mom used to come in my room every night, three, four o'clock in the morning, sit on my bed and cry. So you telling me I can believe in a God, pray for her, and my mom ain't got to deal with that? Why wouldn't I do it? Why? If, if the scripture says, greater love hath no man than this, than for a friend, to, than for a person to lay down his life for a friend. Greater love hath no man than this than for a man to lay down his life for a friend. So if, if, if loving you means I'm gonna give up my opinion to help you, that's what love is about. So no, man, I, when I saw that, when I saw all the people in my family getting blessed and getting saved and, you know what I mean, like prospering, why? I've seen people go from couches to houses that are bigger than mine because they honor God. Somebody just called me like yesterday they, they, they didn't know how they were going to get in school, but they honored God. They said, Lord, I'm going to pray to you. I'm going to believe in you. Full scholarship, full ride. I can't, like, man, that's why I say church, right? So a couple of weeks ago, I prophesied to a young lady, prophesied. You know, I just spoke some stuff over a young lady. I saw a phone at the altar. So I picked up the phone. I said, who phone is this? I said, whoever phone this is, you about to get a phone call. Do you hold, on, hold on, I was there. You was there? I was there. Did you hear her testimony? Uh -uh. See, you didn't come I last week. She, yeah. she gave a testimony. Uh -uh. Everything that I said three weeks before, everything that I said came to pass. Everything. After you see that, I didn't make that happen, bro. All I did was speak what I felt. That's all I did. I'd be surprised. All I did was speak what I felt. And the girl go for the job interview, See, now that's where it get weird, because yeah. the fact that you just said that, because sometimes, and this is just some idea, and I'm just going to be, you my partner so I can be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For years, I mean, for years, of course, I. sometimes I could be talking, mm -hmm. like just going mm -hmm. to a group of people or something, or we could just be talking, 
And dude, I promise you, it's like, I'm listening to myself too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like, it ain't even me talking. Mm-hmm. But when stuff like that happened, they kind of like, that's the, the zone, though, man. I want no pause to this. That's, that's the zone, though. <laughs> get this. So, we, man, I ain't got time, man. Ain't but I'm just telling you, man, time, it's man. just like, I'm like, but that's what it is, man. It's just like, I don't, I don't want to be like that, but it's like, man. That's the zone, though. Like, as a preacher, you pray to get there. You pray that you get to the place where you're no longer in your mind and you have been taken over by the Holy Spirit. And what's happening, you don't have control over. Literally, you start saying stuff you didn't study. Yeah, you man. Start, I'm talking about I, I, I speak Greek. I can't speak Greek. And you start getting all this stuff and you realize it's supernatural, especially when it's over and you realize, man, that wasn't me. That's, that what, I'm, me. that's what I'm telling you. And people say, God, use me. The problem with that is when God uses you, you feel used. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody hey, likes to feel used. Kelly, man. Hey, dog, I promise you sometime, <laughs> real. I'll just be talking and i just like, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. What, I've never even thought of that. Yeah. How did that thought even just like, how did that come together? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I, I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna keep, and you know, when you, everybody philosophizing these days and it's almost like you got, I went two years off of social media hmm. and that was my most productive two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was able to develop my own thoughts without influence from anybody else's. Right. And it was like that for them two years, I can honestly say I, I had clarity. You know, back dealing with everybody, you hearing these opinions, these, these ideas, this, uh, man, it ain't this, man, it this, that, and you kind of trying to formulate your own ideas and opinions from everybody else's. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a lot ama- of that it's, it's amazing me. to me how many people got opinions after they became successful. None of them opinions worked for you when you didn't have nothing. That's why I don't understand. Damn, I ain't never thought Think about, about that. that. All these people that philosophize, it's like, but when you were in the hood, you didn't believe that. You still went to church with your grandma. But now that you're sophisticated and you got money <laughs> and you don't got to depend on God, you got the freedom to believe whatever you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Be for real, man. Our grandmas prayed for us. Hymns got us through, and then all of a sudden, now you're a five percenter, and you're like, man, I'm just telling you, man, the chemtrails and the conspiracy. It's like for real. Like, when has that ever helped anybody? So like, I don't, man. So I, get, I went through that too, though. You know what I'm saying? Say so you get out, but you're right though, because I guess they go back to what you like when they say, you don't ask for Jesus or call Jesus until you need him. Right. And then my thing is, Jesus said, you will know the tree by the fruit it bears. So, okay, so if spirituality is working for you, all these, the stuff that you're talking about, okay, but why can't you be committed to one woman, though? Why you, why you still lying, though? Like, why you ain't get, pay me my money on time? Like, why you ain't got integrity? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, right, like right, you still right. confused up here. Right. Like, you're not mentally healthy. Why are you worshiping that God? Like, I don't get it. So all this stuff that you believe is not practically changing you. Now you say people in the church and they ain't in practice. Yeah, because they're in the church like you in the church. They're just coming. Yes, and when man. they don't fit what they want, they leave. They never submit themselves to it. That's what baptism represents. Like you gotta go under the water. You become a new creature. You gotta go under the water until old things pass away and nothing remains but a new nature. That's a new desire to please God. Until you got that, you're not saved yet. That's all salvation is. All salvation is that your nature changed. 
That's all it is. When you would want to go away from God, now there's something in you saying, I want to go towards him. Don't mean you perfect. Don't mean you right. It don't mean you clean. Don't mean you're going to get, you're going to die all of your eyes, cross all of your teeth. Jesus ain't never told nobody to be perfect. I think for me is, I've gotten to a place where it's like, I'm tired of driving. Mm. I want to ride. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like, so that's why I start like, you know, really calm because it's just like, like even that morning when I woke up and I said, well, I just need to heal. Real got to tell me something. It's like, I'm getting to a place where I don't want to depend on my thoughts alone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to come up with it on my own. Like, it's yeah. just, I need some, I need some, I don't know, man. I just need to figure it out. You know what I mean? Well, my thing is, jump in the car. Jump in the car, and we figure it out together. <laughs> I'll witch you real. Right? That's I'll witch you. I'll witch I, That's why I had to bring you And if you, you decide to get out, I ain't going to be mad at you. Say, get out. The, say, don't let me out, don't. Yeah, if you <laughs> let me, if you be like, bro, pull over, I want to get out. I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Hey, it was a good ride, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And if you catch me before I get on uh, 75, I'll come back and get you. You know what I'm saying? I'll come back and get you. But I can't, I can't just stop on the side of the road waiting on you to wait, make up your mind, though. You know what I mean? But if you want to get in the car, let's go. So, so what's the worst thing to happen? What's the worst thing to happen? What's the worst? You become a good person? Or you try to be a good person for at least a couple years, believing in the white man's religion, help a few people, feed some babies. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? I don't get these people, man. Man, that it. is, that's, cra that's, that's crazy, man, because it's, it's just, just, it's control. That's all it is, it's control. You will paint it, a third man. eye, get it tattooed on your neck, but you won't read the Bible. Think about it. Think about how crazy it is. You will, you will smoke all the weed you want. Somebody just say, let's pray for my own prayer. <laughs> Five minutes? Come on, man. Like, something don't connect, man. Like, you don't try all these drugs. You won't try prayer? They scared too, huh? What, what are you scared of? That's 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 the only explanation, you're man. You're the big guy. Like, you're the grown man. You're the money maker. Like, why would you be scared of that? It, it don't make sense. I'm telling you, man. I'm sitting here thinking. It's just like, it don't. Folk, like even with me, like I just told you, I take on anything. Mm -hmm. But that's the only thing that I continuously make up excuses to not deal with yeah. or not to go through with. Until you secret. I mean, I've said it a few times already, <laughs> but I think if, 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 if people would get this secret, they'll, they'll stop, like the fear will leave. The fear is, okay, what if I commit? What if I do it? What if I go all in and I go back? Like, what if I go all in and I end up just making a horrible mistake? Well, you know, well, and then I tell them, it don't matter. What if I told you it don't matter? What if I told you no mistake you make matters? What if I told you if you commit, you're going to fall. You're going you're gonna to slip. You're going to slide. But at the end of the day, God still got you. Now what's your excuse? What if I say, oh, you ain't got to come out the club. Love Jesus. He will love you out the club. He ain't going to give you an ultimatum. Come out of the club today. or you No, he going to love you. So even when you're in your 50s with that <laughs> finger wave, still trying to twerk in the club, God's going to be right there saying, I still got you. And even if you wait till you're 70 to say, you know what, Lord, 
Now I give it all to you. He's going to be like, thank you. He ain't going to say, see, I told you, you should have gave it. No, he's going to thank you. So what's your excuse? What's your excuse? Now, you show me a religion that's like that. Christianity is the only religion. And I'm a, I was Buddhist. I studied every religion. Christianity is the only religion that's like that. Christianity is the only religion that pushes a relationship with the deity that you serve. You don't get a relationship with Allah. You better have a relationship with Muhammad, the prophet, but you ain't going to get a relationship with God. You're not going to know. man. I'm telling you, man, that's why Christianity for me is it, is it man. Is it? I've tried it all. I've studied it all. You can you can you can't find a better you can't you can't find a better relationship, a better religious or spiritual system, whatever you want to call it. You can't find it. You know what I mean? Well, look at it, man. Just just stay close to your butt, man. I'm gonna say I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I got you. Stay close to your butt, man. I'm like I'm telling you, I'm I'm dealing with it every day. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. It's just. Some days, I won't even go to church for absolutely no reason at all. Mm -hmm. No reason. Mm -hmm. Joy getting dressed, getting ready to go. I have absolutely no reason not to go. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard to go to a restaurant when you're a chef. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you're called to do something, it's hard to go somewhere and sit and watch people do stuff in a way that you would do it differently. But you got to realize the only way you get a chance <laughs> to change that got to commit. You got to get in the system. See, and then, and then with you, I only come to see you because I, I man, because like I always tell you, you the truth. Like, you just, it's just, But you know, you know what I'm saying? Our music was the truth before, too. Now the music hit, boy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that music hit. Like, no <laughs> doubt. It, it, and then I like the fact that sometimes you just go off the vibe. You be like, mm -hmm. sometimes the music's so good and just everybody just in it and you like, I'm not going to disrupt that. Yeah, right. And so I like the fact that it's about a feeling, it's about that, and sometimes you're like, okay, look, okay, we need to learn this, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I like all that about the church. I don't have no excuses. I was very selfish last Sunday when I left. Even uh, after you called me, or it hit me? Yeah, after, when I got to church, after mm -hmm. I hit you, you, boy, I'm here for you, let's do it. That was a very selfish moment for me, mm -hmm. because like you said, in the middle of everybody getting what they needed, I was so selfish and wanted what I needed right then that I couldn't even wait to get it, and I left. Right. Another excuse not to right. be that deal with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I think about it, everything I do is tricking myself out of getting with But only that, though. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't tricking you out of money. You know what I'm saying? No, it ain't that's, you out that's what I'm saying. Your spirituality. Like, like we should be smart enough to be like, that seems like a strategy. <laughs> like, you can't look at Trump too long before you be like, he's distracting us. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, yeah, some, yeah. there's a strategy behind this stupid. Uh, right, right. Yeah, it's the same way. When you're going through stupid stuff in your life, you got to be like, okay, something's up with this. There's a pattern. It is. Like, what is it? Right? It is, man. God, it is. So imagine, imagine what's on the other side of that. Right? Like, if I'm trying to go to the gym and there's always something, What's on the other side of me, like really being committed to this thing? I must don't know how bad I'm going. I'm like, I, I, must, know, I must be like, I, I'm about to change. But it's right, the same way. Right. Like, what's on the other side of that? Like, 
Like, what type of man do I become? Like, what type of doors do God open? Like, what type of stuff happens in my family if I became that? I just got tired of asking the question, so I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let's just And say. now I done been everywhere. South Africa, France, UK. Nah, you the man, man, you the like, man, dog. You the only one that even, if I wouldn't have seen you, I probably still wouldn't care. Like, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Only because I was able to see you, I even started to question it and want it. I ain't want it before I saw you. When I saw you, I'm just like, in a good place. Mm-hmm. And that's like, and when you speak and you, the way you talk about it and the way you're able to explain it. Mm-hmm. And so what you were saying was, you should be able to come to your pastor or whatever, y'all kicking and talking, and you got questions. Yeah. A lot of people can't even answer the questions. True. Yeah, you're right. But the fact that I've heard you actually, like, that's why I say you're the only person that's made me, like, really shut up. And because you got something for everything I got throw at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I think that came from me being on the other side of that, though. When I was a Buddhist, that's how I came into Christianity. I'm like, I'm gonna know it. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be able to hide something from me. <laughs> so, not gonna lie to you me. turning over everything. So I'm yeah, 100 because I want to know the real deal. Mm-hmm. But see, I, it's like I always tell people, it's like a, I call it like a restaurant analogy, right? So you have a restaurant, but the restaurant also has a kitchen. And there's some people they love the food, but they can't handle the kitchen. Like they can't see roaches in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They can't see the heat in the kitchen. They can't see people cussing people out in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The church is the same way, mm-hmm. right? Behind the doors, in order to get stuff done, bruh, I got to cuss out people for the building. Like, y'all ain't going to play with my money. I got to mm-hmm. cuss out the city. I got to do a whole bunch of stuff. Everybody can't see that. Some people see that and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know pastor was this. or I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some people can only manage the restaurant. They can only handle, all right, they come with the waiter and mm-hmm. all that different kind of stuff. And you just got to be okay with it. Everybody ain't supposed to be in the back, right? And so as a pastor, I've become comfortable with that. But for me, I was like, I want to see the kitchen. If I'm gonna be a part of something, right. I wanna see the kitchen. And when yeah. I got back there, I grew up in the hood. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I ain't yeah. afraid of roaches. Right, right. Yeah. So when I got in the church, I ain't afraid of hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> like I seen that all. Why like you see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't afraid of that. So I was like, man, this is cool. <laughs> all right, man. Cool. Well, I so appreciate you, man. What how much time we got there? Oh, okay. So yeah, man, I definitely man. Just keep your eye on me, man. I got you. <laughs> and you know I'm going to stay with you, man, and then we're going to figure it out. And I, I mean, well, I'm going to get there, man, because now is bothering me too much. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even go to sleep without. That's how I was. I was telling the guy, like, he was asking me, like, you know, what made me become a Christian? I got to that point. Like, I used to always have dreams and, you know, feel, but I got to the point where it was like every week and then it became every day. And I was like, I can't do this, man. Like, I was feeling like I was running from something. I was like, why, why, why do I feel like I'm in trouble? Like, I'm not doing something. I'd be looking at my schedule like, did I forget something? But it was always this looming feeling like, I'm supposed to be doing something. Like, I ain't doing it. Like, and it was only when I said, all right, God, I'm going to stop running. I'm going to stop running. Right? And after that, that feeling went away, and I was just hungry. I was just like, all right, I'm going to be the best, though. Like, after a minute, now I'm going to read, I'm going to study, I'm going to pray, because I'm going to be the best. I'm not going to be in this thing and be mediocre. So that's when I just started learning stuff, you know what I mean? And the more I learned, the more I was like, that makes sense. It may not be the way the church explained it, because 
they were uneducated sometimes and they didn't know how to teach it or explain it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes when I'm looking, I'm like, oh, it's not like that, but I see what they meant. Mm -hmm. Instead of me saying, that's not what they said and then getting mm -hmm. mad at the entire institution. Mm -hmm. No, stuff got lost in translation, right? But if I go and do my own study, I realize, oh, God is good all the time and all the time, God. Oh, that ain't just something he said. I get why they said it. And mm -hmm. once it start connecting the dots, once the dots connect, it ain't nothing you can do. Once that thing click up here, oh, it ain't. They can say they can tell you all day long. Well, didn't you know they found the uh, the apocrypha? They found these stones in Africa, and they said that <laughs> Jesus wasn't rich. You be like, right? None of it matters. Yeah. Man, well, you done came and shook me up, man. You done came and <laughs> I hope I did you proud. <laughs> you I hope I brought the star power. Man, you, you did, man. You were supposed to make me start thinking. Boy, you done messed me up. No, nah, if I had that Oprah anointing here, you would have started crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I should have uh, leaned in. I should have said, now, Ken, you know. <laughs> you know. I, 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 I should have leaned in, man. Man, you done got me. You got, man, Lord, I'm going to tell you. I'm out of but that's what you do, though, man. You you the truth, but I ain't gonna tell you no lie. My partner, man, Apostle Brian Metals. Y'all check him out. Hey, man, a pretty kid show, baby. <laughs> we'll holler at you next week. We out.